Oh, hey there, listeners. Didn't realize we were on air. Sorry about that. I was just sharpening my hatchet here. As y'all know, I had to sacrifice my interns a few weeks back so that Torque Tiger wouldn't run Gary and I over with his monster truck. Anyways, I was able to nab myself a good amount of new ones just last week. Some bus full of tourists came through town and I laid out some tire spikes, bus tipped over, and I went in there cracking them over the heads with a hammer. Most survived, some didn't. Got them down in my cellar, set them up in their cages. Now, I don't like to feed my interns too much. Gotta make sure they're alive enough to work, but too weak to escape, you know? So I usually just feed them sugar cubes and not much else. Thing is, turned out that tour bus was for some sort of a group of diabetics. And since they all have that their diabetes, well, the sugar cubes didn't exactly agree with them. And now most of them are starting to lose their toes and feet to the beatus. Hence why I'm sharpening this here hatchet. Gotta go about hacking off those gangrenous feet. On the bright side, they're gonna have one heck of a time trying to run away now. Happy little accident, I guess. Sometimes life just gifts you with exactly what you need. I'm Squatch Ronson, and you're listening to the Backwoods Radio Show. We got cannibal children and youth mandators, razor blade candy and human skin traders. So please come on down and be the lucky ball bearer for discarded guts from bloody Wendigo terrors right here. grotesque STD is ravaging the sexually active residents of Dog Snout County. What started out as a simple outbreak of crabs has quickly transformed carriers into actual giant mutant crab monsters. Barber Dr. Waylon Walker has been analyzing samples and has thus far been unable to pinpoint the cause of the outbreak. He's hoping that his research might lead him back to patient zero, which may allow him to find a cure for the ailment. In other fornication-related news, the succubus has returned to Dogsnout County, and sexual deviants couldn't be happier. Now, let me back up. The succubus is not just one succubus, it's a bus full of succubuses. Succubi? I don't know the proper term. Once a year, the succubus rises up from the depths of hell, igniting the town with eerie green headlights, spitting fire from its muffler as it travels around Dogsnout County to fulfill the most depraved fantasies of the deviants here in town. If you're into tentacle porn and want to experience the sensation of being penetrated by a giant slimy appendage to the point of it ripping out the top of your skull, the succubus is sure to oblige. Or maybe you found yourself watching that there Morgan Freeman flick, Seven, and you got to the lust scene where the one guy sodomizes the other guy with a strap-on made out of knives and thought to yourself, well, that looks like fun. Then the succubus will be right up your alley. Or rather, a razor-sharp knife attached to a strap-on will be right up your alley. 
Or say you're a twink looking to get plowed by a big old bear, but the leather daddies down at the gay bars just ain't bear enough for you. The succubus has demonic grizzlies that are sure to give you the Timothy Treadwell treatment with a sensual spin. Upon entering the succubus, your deepest, darkest desires will manifest before your eyes and proceed to, pardon my French, fuck the life out of you, literally. I should probably have mentioned that tidbit at the start. Once you step onto the succubus, you never come back. The fare to ride may not cost you a dime, but it'll surely cost you your life. Keep that in mind. The succubus is not for the faint of heart. It's specifically designed for those with the most sadistic of sexual desires. In French, the word for orgasm is les petites morts, which translates to the little death. Now you just think about that. If an orgasm in the sack is a little death that feels oh so good, imagine what the big death feels like. Residents have been lining up outside the succubus in droves, clad in leather and chains, seeking to end their lives on the highest of notes. I was lucky to interview one such fellow who was on the brink of both death and climax as he sat on a massive chainsaw that just so happened to be the genitalia of a giant hulking goat demon. I asked him how his experience was, and as he slowly slid down the length of that chainsaw, he looked at me with a twinkle in his eyes and said with a smile, Jesus wept, before he was promptly split in half. And now... Here's everyone's favorite half-man, half-alligator weather mutant, Gator Gary, with the forecast. The high for today is 54, with a low for tonight of 46. Springtime is upon us and the flowers of Dobsnow County are starting to blossom. But don't be seduced by their beauty as radiation levels in dog snout soil are extremely high. And as a result, the flora has become sentient. It's a common mistake people make in these parts. When spotting a beautiful flower out in the wild, folks will lean in to take a sniff, only to have their noses chewed off by the little beauties, while others might snatch some up to make a bouquet for their significant other only to come home to find their significant other laying beside a broken vase with their body ripped to shreds. Uh, if I could chime in, Gary, when I was a kid, my family used to make dandelion wine, and with all this homebrew nonsense being all the rage right now, I would highly advise against making any dandelion wine with the dandelions from Dog Snout County. I tried a couple years ago, and while it did make for a fine wine, it turned anybody who drank it into a beast straight out of a little shop of horrors. And the same goes for vegetables, too. I had a little veggie garden going. Not for me. For the interns. Strictly human flesh for me. For the record. Anyways, uh, the tomatoes looked normal, but once you pulled them off their plant, they would start beeping and promptly explode, like pulling the pin out of a grenade. That's right, Squatch. So friends, remember, while springtime is a beautiful time of year, it's especially hazardous here in Dogsnow County. So just enjoy the sunshine and the warmer weather. 
and be sure to enjoy the flowers from a distance. We're going to take a quick break here, folks. I picked some strawberries from my garden and, well, I'm not quite sure what will happen if I were to eat one of them. Because, as we just said, stuff grown in dog snout soil tends to have odd mutations that would put Monsanto's best GMOs to shame. So, I figure I'll test them out on my interns and see what happens. <laughs> They're going to be so excited to be getting real food. Boy, are they in for a surprise. I can't wait to see how this turns out. We'll be back in a jiffy. But in the meantime, here's a little tune for you that felt especially fitting for today's episode. This is With the Evil Dead by Haunted Garage. Welcome back, listeners. I'm sure you're wondering how things went with the interns and the strawberries. Well, I'm sorry to say it was pretty anticlimactic. I brought in a bowl full of strawberries and, as you can imagine, they were pretty rowdy to be receiving actual food rather than just sugar cubes. So I gave them each a handful and sat back to watch as they popped them into their mouths one by one and 
I gotta say, I was really expecting something crazy to happen, but it was pretty underwhelming. Upon eating the strawberries, their heads began to vibrate and their eyes liquefied with their faces following suit, melting off their skulls like that scene from Raiders of the Lost Ark. Pretty standard stuff. Nothing I haven't seen before. Maybe I'll try feeding them one of my tomatoes next time. Anyways, we're about halfway through the show, and now's about the time when I like to take a call from one of our fine listeners from Dog Snout County. Let's see who we got on the horn today. Hello? You're on the Backwoods Radio Show. Squatch? Is that you? Is that my little squatchy poo? And who do I have the pleasure of speaking with today? It's Tilda, Squatch. You remember me, don't you? Well, I'll be Tilda? Tilda Winters, is that you? It's me, Squatch. Well, what a pleasant surprise. Tilda used to be one of my babysitters. We used to have a blast together. She used to take me down to the Creaky Trees River where we'd sneak up on fishermen and cut their throats. Remember how we would harvest their organs? and sell them on the black market together. Every Sunday was the highlight of my week. Do you remember how you taught me how to carve their kidneys out of their backs without damaging the organs? <laughs> Go in from the love handle, I always said. You see, if you go in straight, <laughs> you might puncture a kidney or something. <laughs> and there were, then, then where would you be, right? <laughs> It'd be worthless. It'd be more worthless than a burlap sack full of severed pinky toes. <laughs> sack full of severed pinky toes, that's right. I, I always loved when you used to say that. So, what have you been up to, Miss Tilda? What's new? Miss Tilda? Hello? I'm still here, Miss Tilda. I just love listening to you on the radio. Well, uh, thank you, Miss Tilda. Um, I asked you, uh, what, what you, what you've been up to as of late. I spend my afternoons just watching the world go by. My knees aren't what they used to be. Oh, they ache me so. I'm not the woman I once was. This old body, it holds me back. Holds me back from doing the things I love. Like what, Miss Tilda? Oh, you know, bashing people over the head with a cinder block. Carving out their eyeballs with a dull spoon. Making head cheese out of their noggins. <laughs> Sometimes I have the luxury of being visited by some Jehovah's Witnesses and, well, that can be nice. They keep you company, huh? No, 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 n not that. You see, I'm mostly housebound these days. But when someone comes a-knocking at my door, it makes it a lot easier to murder them. <laughs> I invite them into my house and offer them some tea, which of course, I spike with cyanide. It's not as fun as getting down in the muck and actually squeezing the life out of them, but but it can be amusing to watch them scream in agony as their insides deteriorate. Then, 
I usually prop up their bodies and dress them up in some of my old gowns and, and I have a little tea party. <laughs> so I suppose, in a sense, they do keep me company. Well, that sounds lovely, Miss Tilda. Just lovely. Yes, I suppose it is. Uh, so, so what are you doing right now, Miss Tilda? Oh, I was just sitting here watching television. Horace is sitting in the recliner right next to me, right beside me. And how's Horace doing these days? Oh, oh, he's dead. He's been dead for some time now. Oh, I see. Sorry to hear that. I, I didn't have the strength to bury him. Plus... I like having him around in some capacity. Even if at this point he's just a skeleton with a few bits of flesh clinging to his bone. Mr. Mittens ate most of him, to be honest. Oh, I see. Well, I'm, I'm sorry to hear that, but uh, who's Mr. Mittens now? Why, Mr. Mittens is my kitty cat. <coughs> no, Mr. Mittens, I wasn't calling for you. I'm talking to Squatch Ronson. Mr. Mittens, no! That's very rude! Get down! I'm trying to talk to the man! Mr. Mittens! What's going on there, Miss Tilda? You alright? Oh, Mr. Mittens. He started eating my face. I'm not dead yet, Mr. Mittens. I'm not dead! Uh, Miss... Miss Tilda, should I should I send Sheriff Bo over there to get Mr. Mittens off of you? Oh my. Oh Miss Tilda. My. Oh, oh dearie me. Oh dearie me. Miss Tilda. Miss Tilda, if you can hear me, I'm sending Sheriff Bo over right now. Damn it, Gary, cut the music. This is serious. <laughs> sorry, boss. Uh, I, I'm sorry, Miss Tilda, but I gotta get back to the radio show. But it, it's been nice talking to you, and I, I hope you'll call again soon. Oh, there goes my nose. Well, what a treat that was. It's always nice to connect with old friends. Maybe I should pay Miss Tilda a little visit. Bring her some candied kidneys for old times' sake or something. She always liked those. I just hope she still has a face when I get around to seeing her. We're going to take a little break here, friends, but don't you go nowhere. When we return, we'll be giving you the traffic report. In the meantime, here's a word from our sponsors. Living with pubic lice can be a hassle. Every time I had an outbreak of crabs, it felt like it took days out of my life. But then, I talked to my doctor about Stalplexo. Just one pill a day helped reduce the number of my outbreaks. Now, I've been crab-free for almost three weeks and I feel like I've gotten my... Sorry to interrupt, folks. Squatch here. Uh, we just received word that there has been a recall on Stalplexo. As it would seem, the medicine that was meant to reduce pubic crabs is actually the culprit that has been transforming folks into mutated crab people. So, Stalplexo has rebranded their product and has asked us to air their new commercial instead of the original. Apologies for the interruption. You've had crabs. Now it's time to be crabs with Dr. Crustacean's Magic Mutations. 
Scratching your nether regions raw because of the crabs that have burrowed into your pubic mound as a result of having unprotected sex with barnyard animals can be agonizing. But it doesn't have to be. Nope, no it doesn't. As they say, if you can't beat them, join them. And by them, I'm talking about the crabs. There are dozens of good reasons to become a mutated crab person, but being a human being, what a hassle. Walking on hot, uneven sand on outdated human feet can be dangerous, but after one sip of Dr. Crustacean's magic mutation, you'll be scuttling down the beach with ease. Don't care for the beach? Well, there's plenty of other real-world applications that come with being a crab boy or crab lady, let me tell you. Tired of having to get up from your desk and walk all the way over to the bathroom every time you have to poop? Sounds like you could use a poop vein conveniently located in your back. It's perfect for storing your excrement. Have trouble cutting pork chops with arcane cutlery like forks and knives? Why not grow a razor-sharp pincer? Worried about being stabbed to death while strolling through a dark alley? Sounds like you need a rock-hard exoskeleton, my friend. Being human is a bore, a thing of the past. Why not try being a giant crab for a change? Dr. Crustacean's magic mutation is irreversible. Please sit down and talk with your loved ones before taking the next big step towards permanently becoming a crab person. Dr. Crustacean's magic mutations is strictly for people who want to become giant crabs, not lobsters or crayfish. In rare cases, some people have been known to transform into tiny normal-sized shrimp and were mistakenly served as food at cocktail parties. If you wish to become a different type of prawn, please consult your doctor for other options. Side effects include itching, loss of speech, numbness and tingling in your human appendages as they rot off, excruciating and unrelenting pain, barnacle growth, and spontaneous combustion. If you feel as if you're about to explode, please contact your doctor immediately, or better yet, the fire department. Don't miss out on the hot new trend that's sweeping Dog Snout County. Join hundreds of other young crab people as they evolve from mundane homo sapiens into giant, beautiful humanoid crustaceans. Contact your primary care provider to start your anthropotic journey today. Dr. Crustacean is not responsible in the event that you accidentally maim and or decapitate your loved ones with your giant pincers. Welcome back, folks. It's just about quitting time, but before I sign off for the day, here's a quick traffic update. The only road in our one-road town is currently experiencing high travel times as the succubus has finished making its rounds through Dog Snout County. The succubus is currently parked on Main Street and the demons therein have begun discarding the bodies of its patrons. Main Street is currently riddled with piles of corpses with katana swords sticking out of their butts, barbed wire wrapped around their wieners, and circular saws wedged into their snatches. While the traffic is definitely an inconvenience, judging by the state of the bodies tossed out by the succubus, we can take comfort in knowing that the succubus's customers definitely got their money's worth. Figuratively speaking, of course, because as I said, the succubus don't cost a dime, it, it'll just cost you your life. To make the matters on Main Street worse, it appears that the demons from the succubus have suddenly gone rogue and have taken to ripping off the doors of commuters and sodomizing them with chainsaws and baseball bats with nails hammered into them. While many dog snout residents have died as a result, at least we know that they died doing what they love engaging in depraved sexual deviancy.
Well, friends, that should just about do it for today's show. I've been Squatch Ronson, and you've been one heck of an audience. But before I go, here's a little nugget of wisdom. Don't shame people for what they're into. We all have our kinks. And there's nothing wrong with getting your rocks off while being penetrated by a giant goat demon with a chainsaw for a penis. The Backwoods Radio Show is produced by me, Michael LaRusso. And shout out to our guest stars this week. Adrian Zambrano played Miss Tilda and has his own Spanish-speaking comedy horror podcast called Valle de Cielo Gris. And Andrew Parker is the crab person. He also has a hilarious podcast called Crypta, which stars some of your favorite faces from the last podcast network. If you enjoy the Backwoods Radio Show, please share it with your friends and family who also have a fucked up sense of humor. I'd really appreciate it. As always, thanks for listening. Baby,